हाय सस्रियकाल नमस्ते आदाब एंड वेलकम टू माय पॉडकास्ट माइंडफुलनेस विद योगिनी एपिसोड 7 थैंक यू सो मच फॉर लिसनिंग इन टू द प्रीवियस एपिसोड्स आई एम योर होस्ट आरती कुकरेजा एंड टुडे वी विल डिस्कस इन्वेस्टिंग इन आवर फिजिकल सेल्फ आई डोंट नो हाउ मच वी हैव कॉन्शियसली रियलाइज्ड बट व्हेन वी एंटर दिस वर्ल्ड the only tool that we have and we come to in this world with is our physical body much of our brain sense of self emotional narratives perspectives values belief systems etc develops only while we are actually on earth these impressions and perspectives are all usually developed from 0 to 8 and we can unlearn and relearn and learn newer things as we grow older and the main influence of all of these are our family our caretakers and the authority figures so quintessentially we only come to this body with our physical body so when we look at it from a third person's perspective our physical body actually does everything we want it to do consciously and millions of things it does unconsciously both externally and internally that we aren't even aware of at most times right so first let's talk about what our body does consciously externally for us so whether it is voluntarily patting our eyelids or picking up things with our hands or our legs helping us move from one place to the other there is a lot of things that our body helps us do consciously similarly it also internally helps us do a lot of activities that are unconscious to us such as batting the eyelid involuntarily maybe because it's dry or it needs rest or it's avoiding something or moving away your hand if it comes close to harm or moving away physically from something or someone that might hurt you but that's just externally internally our body is coordinating collaborating and working 24 hours a day to conduct millions of tasks for us to live a normal functional life whether it is to think feel inhale chew our food expand our lungs so that oxygen can go in filtrate carbon dioxide from it remove impure particles particles from it to produce bile or to produce blood every 21 days in the bone marrow the intestine that absorbs all the food and pushes uh, removes all the toxins from our body etc etc and if you know we have absolutely no input in any of these right but more critically we are also the only animal to be able to have past memories be present in this moment assess the current moment and also conjure future probabilities and possibilities based on those right so the brain in itself also has a lot of problem solving deduction analysis capabilities which it does both consciously and subconsciously depending on our intent and even apart from that the body is also 
attaching emotions to every single thing that we think. So if you're analyzing something stressful, maybe say your budget, then it starts creating anxiety. And you come to a conclusion that it's desirable to you, or if you come to a satisfactory conclusion, then it makes you feel content or relieved. Let's say you're thinking about someone you love, it starts producing happiness inside you so that you can fully experience what it feels like thinking about that person. And apart from all of this, the physical body also helps you change, adapt and grow through the neuroplasticity in our brain and through neural networks that it creates and muscle memories and all of the activities that we do or decide to take on consistently, right? So, so in conclusion, the body obviously helps us do a lot and the body's sole intent is subconsciously and or consciously to help us live a longer, healthier and happier life, right? So subconsciously, to give you a few examples, why do we involuntarily bat our eyelids? Because the brain is getting a signal that something is glaring towards us or your eyes are becoming dry or they are stressed or there's something we don't want to see right now, right? And that's so that the eyes can live a longer, healthier and more fuller life. And the same thing with our reflex actions, right? So this is a subconscious way of the mind taking you away and out of situations that can lower the longevity of your life and consciously the will to live, which exists in all of us, unless there are some extraneous circumstances, it's also exactly the same thing. And it's not that our body is doing it right now when we are alive. This is something the body has been doing the, since the beginning of a man's existence on the planet. Whether it is curving the lower spine to be able to walk or growing hair in sensitive areas to avoid injuries and infections, the body has always been evolving and helping us live a longer and safer life. So. If you see, quintessentially, the body has been designed to take care of you, to do all the function that's required for you to live a long, happy life, and also to protect you, to help you to survive through discomfort, painful memories, harmful situations. And that's also true on a mental and emotional level. Because if some of you might already know that when you're a child, if you have some traumatic experiences, that maybe your emotional being cannot handle, your brain, which has memory of every single thing, tends to dilute it or dissipate it or even erase that memory or put it in some little box somewhere in the brain where you can't access it at all or maybe easily. And that's because it does not want you to live in suffering or it does not want your body to go into this overload if you recollect that moment. Because if you were a victim of something that you could not handle or you could not get over, then your bodily functions will have to shut down and only focus on emergency functions, right? And that will cause, cause the body to go into overload and maybe in the longer run, help reduce your lifespan. So, like I reiterated a few times, our physical body has just been doing so much for us. And that's why it's extremely important for us to also consciously invest in our physical body. 
Through the previous ex- episodes, we've been talking a lot about invest- investing mindfully to live a more mental, emotional, and peaceful life. But in this episode, I feel like it's all coming full circle because we get to explain our physical body and attach it to our mental and emotional health as well. And the reason I'm doing this episode after a series of episodes is because I really hope that at some level we are already taking care of our physical body right and the need for mental and emotional well-being today is the one that has been brought to light more consciously we are talking about it with a lot more gumption and awareness right now which we did not do in the past anyway let's come back to the point in this episode i'm going to discuss the three most crucial ways in which we can invest in our physical body and why we should do that so let's take a look at it the first most critical factor like i said is the will to live our body has always subconsciously like we discussed provided us with everything that we require to live a healthier longer and fuller life given that it is also been taken care of well so as much as the body puts in effort to do all of the million functions that it does every single day we do need to consciously have the will to take care of it and the will to live in order for us to have a healthier longer life this is also a very sensitive topic and i want any listener who might feel that their will to live is low to please contact a professional for help as soon as possible because you might be suffering from some mental or emotional imbalances that needs to be looked into immediately for other listeners the will to live only exists in a sustainable life one which is in balance the balance of taking risks but calculated ones for example you can't drive when you are drunk necessarily but you can't be on the other end of the spectrum and never drive or travel anywhere at all that might be impractical same goes for say bungee jumping it is an exhilarating activity if you would like to experience it but you should only do it under strict safety instructions and guidelines with experts on site so the will to live can't stop you from living completely and perpetually sitting at home and wondering what next might harm your life just the same way as you can't just cross the street without looking on both sides every single time in my own personal experience i was a pro runner for a few years internationally and i was on a very strict diet and workout regime for years so many uh, uh chocolates desserts fried food unhealthy food that a lot of my friends had tried i had actually hardly ever tasted it in fact i had hardly ever had alcohol before my mid 20s but when i stopped running i just let go for some reason and put on a ton of a healthy weight and inches by trying all these things that i had never tried before and i went from one extreme 
to another extreme. But this taught me an extremely important lesson, which is to have a more sustainable life, whether it's eating habits or exercise habits, because that is what would prolong you and give you the consistency you need to live a longer and a healthier life. Right? The next one is healthy eating. I've said it in my previous episodes and I'm going to say it again. You are what you eat. And I know a lot of people still believe I ran 5k yesterday. I can have two drinks or have that burger. I also think that sometimes or that I lift a lot so I can eat more carbs and it's okay whatever kind of carbs they are. But most studies shows that 70% upwards of bodily health relies on healthy eating, including your mental and emotional health. And only 30% is the contribution of workouts. Workouts also, except for cardio, do not amount to any kind of weight loss. In fact, weight loss can only happen under the concept of calorie deficit. So we need to not just ensure what we eat, but how much we eat in order to remain healthy and fit. And this also determines the muscles that you're going to be able to create in your body, which will further help you full cycle to lift weights or do strenuous activities and not just lift by eating unhealthy foods. Now, I am no expert, but I have done a lot of research and I have, through a lot of research, created a very, um, I would say, sustainable and easy, healthy eating lifestyle for myself. But for anyone else, I would genuinely recommend if you are starting your journey on healthy eating, there are enough nutritionists and doctors out there. Please do a proper consult. Please ensure that you are doing all your culture report your blood work figuring out where you stand right now in every single aspect of your body internally and in and while the doctors might recommend take some injections or medicines to cover up some deficiencies please take that extra mile and effort to find out how can you in the medium and long run eat nutritional foods that's actually going to help you live a longer sustainable life that is not filled with or addicted to any kind of medicines even if it is specific multivitamin tablets for example right and the point that we keep forgetting about the body is while everything is going good the body is perfect but when we get stressed when we go through something we make our body work over time and that working over time needs to be compensated later before during so that we can work optimally i would say treat your body like your temple i know i do i absolutely worship my body and treat it like it's the only tool that's going to help me survive anything and everything that I need to, have to and want to and even desire to so that I can live a healthier, happier and a longer life. The last one 
but an extremely critical part is also exercise. I think we all know that our body was designed to move, to do physical activity in some shape or form, to be healthy and release pent up stress, tension or even just excessive energy. Idling, which many of us do today in our lives as it's evolved to desk jobs and automations, is unhealthy for the body and this has been unequivocally proven. Whether it is a 20-minute walk and some basic squats, push-ups, burpees, etc. or a high-intensity workout, maybe powerlifting, any kind of sports or even dancing or anything that increases your heart rate through movement in a stable and healthy manner, some sort of movement is required for the body every single day. And living in today's world of YouTube and Instagram, there are more than enough basic, intermediate and advanced levels of all kinds of exercises available online. So I will not go into those. But there are two things I do want to share about working out, about exercising, about investing in your physical body by doing movement. One of them is what are the actual scientific benefits that we might not know about that we are able to obtain through exercise. And the other one is how to exercise more optimally. Now, overall, we do know that there are plenty of health benefits of working out. Here are a few that we might not know. First one is exercise staves off de detrimental effects of stress. It lifts depression, it recharges our spirit, it increases functional abilities, it promotes fun and enjoyment, it leaves us feeling euphoric, it fosters confidence, it clears our headspace, it keeps our brain fit, and it may help keep dementia at bay, and it might also help us process our emotions. And these are all scientifically proven. The last one on emotions is our next episode, so don't forget to catch that. But the second most critical thing that I actually want to discuss is how to work out optimally. Now, I'm no expert and I don't know you and your body, so I'm not going to share any personalized information. But the thing that I have learned the hard way is to be able to listen to your body. A lot of us are not in tune with our body and we either get carried away increasing or stretching ourselves beyond what our body can handle or maybe we go into the complete opposite direction of being more lazy than required. But maybe that particular day was already stressful and you should not have done such a strenuous workout or maybe your day was extremely easy and you needed a little bit more strength and endurance training. I have learned the hard way not to ignore the body when it's talking to you. So whether it's ignoring pains or muscles feeling a little more sore than they usually do, I usually do a check of energy in my body before I start any workout and I'm going to be honest finally for the past few years I have been able to say no because I was the kind of person who would really stress myself and stretch myself and work out more than required now I listen to my body when it's screaming for rest so it, if it means I need to skip skip a workout skip a running session then I do it 
and I hope you do too. And believe me, if you tune into your body, you will know the difference between your inner lazy voice making up stories to avoid a workout and your actual body telling you that it's not go time yet. So ensure that whenever you're doing any kind of workout or exercise, you listen to your body and invest in your physical body mindfully yet consistently and make it a part of your daily life so that you can live a more healthier, longer and happier life. Apart from these three critical habits that can help us live a consciously mindful, healthier and long life, it is also important that we get our body enough rest and have healthy sleeping habits. So please also look into this when you are looking at constructing and designing your entire life more consciously, mindfully, so that it can be healthier and happier and longer for your good and for everybody else's around you. Before I sign off this episode, I do want to say that one book that actually single-handedly changed my life when it came to healthy living and eating in a more sustainable and consistent way was James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. I highly recommend everybody read this book if you can, because he very clearly explains how you can start a healthy habit, how you can exercise self-control, how you can make habits more attractive and how we can reward ourselves so that we can go back to the habit and many other more useful tips. That brings us to the end of this episode. And just to do a quick recap, the physical body, like we have discussed, is the only tool that we come into the world with. So we need to consciously take utmost care of it like it does us. And the three most critical ways to take care of it is to have a conscious will to live a happy, long, healthy life, put in the hard work of eating right, exercising consistently and mindfully, and building healthy rest and sleep habits in order to live a healthier, long life. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate us and share it with anybody who needs to hear this today and I will meet you next Friday with a new episode about emotions. This is your Yogini Aarti Kukreja signing off from my podcast Mindfulness with Yogini for now.